welcome to episode 94 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, the Spoilercast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on my Midnight Meat Train of Madness and Mayhem and Mischief is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Toot toot! Toot toot. Yes, every fortnight, Jennifer and I set ourselves a movie to watch, and then we go through it, scene by scene, and spoil the fucker out of it. It's a horror movie, by the way, because this is a horror podcast. <laughs> It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. I've got my arm in the you, air. You so are, you're like Saturday night fever kind of yeah, pointing. Every time I said one of those points, I was like pointing <laughs> upwards so, as if you guys could see how enthusiastic I am. Because we've been away for a couple of weeks and we now we're, yeah. we're, we're raring. We're, we're, we're rigid to do this for you. Yeah. Um, together we are two people with a love of horror who feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster slash movie land slash focus video. Slash, what's another one? Civic video. Civic. Yeah. Civic sounds like a vaginal disease. <laughs> Always come down with a nasty case of civic video. Yeah, it's like a cystic civic video. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we have a rating system, so you're not left with your severed dick in your hand there, sitting there going, what do I do with this? Do I put it in my mouth? Do I put it in my fucking vagina? What do I do with this? You, you fling it. You fling it. You fling it like a booger. Anyway, we have our rating system, uh, A Awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. O, an overrated motherfucker. G, good for its time but is not held up. We've got the J, Jen special. A degrade movie only I would like. We've also got the D, Dan special. A movie with lots of practical effects, dismemberment and dicks. We've got the W, whatever. We've also got the Kesha, low budget hot mess. C-minus craft is stellar, but I hate the content. And, of course, we have the McConaughey, the fucking fucked. We watched it. You don't have to. He's like, every time there's an ad for a podcast or a, no, an ebook. his book is the book they show, you know, the <laughs> McConaughey book. Like, I've noticed on every ebook advertising, it's always like, McConaughey. And I'm yeah. like, oh, he's, he's a dickhead. This week, we watched on Your Choice, Jen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We watched 1989's Warlock. Yeah. Now, this has been in my life. My like, This is one of those ones I've seen the cover of yeah. my entire life and I've never watched it. Same. Um, it's got a really cool cover. Yeah. It's got like, for those who remember, it's a white cover. Well, one of the covers is a white cover with the main bad guy on it and his shadow is getting cast and his shadow is a demon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. It's sick. What are its vital statistics? All right. So it is directed by Steve Miner, who also directed a bunch of other stuff, but most importantly, Lake Placid, which is like... The crocodile film? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, screenplay by David Twoey. Twow. Twoey. Yep. Yeah, it a weird It stars name. Julian Sands, Richard E. Grant, and Laurie Singer. Is the main lady. Yeah. Which one's, which one's her? Laurie? Laurie Singer. Is yeah. she in heaps of stuff? I don't know. I just, no, so, so familiar. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She looked familiar, but I kind of wanted to punch her in the face the whole time. We'll get into that. The budget of $15 million and the box office was... Just over nine. Oofed. That's, oh, you've written oofed. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I wrote that down. Yeah, that is a fail. It is, yes. That's what you get. She reminds me of the girl, this is Laurie Singer, like she could have been the girl from Munchies. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know that she's that calibre of actor? <laughs> <laughs> she's, oh, she's got like C-grade actor ability. So, so this movie has two catch lines because mm-hmm. there's a couple of versions of the of the poster. What are they? Okay. Satan also has one son. Why, why would one son? Well, I would have thought Satan would have, he I, gets around. I would have thought that anyone can become Satan's son. And that's the point of the film. It's the whole point of the film he is Satan's son. 
the whole point of the film is he's trying to become Satan's son. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was something else. I thought it was... And now the second line is much cooler. Yep. He's come from the past to destroy the future. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's so good. I don't think it, that was his goal because he was like, why am I here? Remember? <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I mean, there's a lot of like misgoings on throughout the whole film. But anyway, in 17th century New England, witch hunter Giles Redfern captures an evil warlock, but the conjurer eludes death with supernatural help. Flung into the future, the warlock winds up in the 1980s and plans to bring out the end of the world. <laughs> Redfern the Enchanter <laughs> follows the Enchanter into the modern era and continues his mission, but runs into trouble in such unfamiliar surroundings. With the help of a young woman, can Redfern finally defeat the Warlock? Ooh, so this is like, basically, this is Encino Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... like the Giles guy is very, you know, he's dressed in his furs. He's come from a place that has no electricity, no nothing. They don't really get much into that. You know what I mean? He just yeah. accepts everything. Yeah. He's looking around. Like, Richard E. Grant plays Giles Redfern, and he fucking, he smoulders in this film. I don't know if you noticed, but he's one attractive man in this film. He's He's got a smouldering gaze that can, you know, outsmolder the rock. Giles? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a mini mouth. He's one of those people that has this tiny mouth. So he's like, mm. so he looks like he's pouting the whole time. And he's got a furious mullet, which are very he, in vogue at the moment. Oh, it's disgusting. Stop he's, it. I know. And now this film, it starts. And it starts in the, the, the old so familiar era of 19... Eight, no, 1681. No, six. 1681. <laughs> you know, make more films in that like time. We we get a we get an old village, you know, old school. It's got fucking everything's made of wood. There's goats. There's snow. It's cold, you yeah, know. It's dreary. It's, it's old school. It's not fun. People are wearing furs. Yeah. Because I haven't invented lycra. Yep. <laughs> we see a bunch of priests walking through the village, and this is the whole title sequence. Yeah. So we just get like the, the credits coming up over these shots of these priests making this very long walk to a big old tower. Yep. And clearly something's going on because the townsfolk stop and let they look on. You know, mothers tell their children to come on inside and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's evil afoot <laughs> or some shit. Um, I got – a lot of this film I was um, always confused on who was who. Yeah. Like when they introduce a character, they don't introduce the character. They just appear. For a long yeah. time, I thought the bad guy was the good guy because I had no idea what this film was about. Yeah. And I like – anyhow. We get to, um, they go up into this this tower. We uh, we they go into a room and we see a blonde, long blonde-haired guy in shackles and chains, and he's shackled by his toes and his fingers. I know that's crazy. Or oh, yeah, so right, if it if it had been, but he's like they're screws, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure bolts weren't invented back then. <laughs> Don't know, but <laughs> Maybe it's really cool. I like that. Yeah, so he's like shackled, bent over by his thumbs and his toes, which we can only assume is the only way to fucking Sub keep a warlock. Subdue a warlock, yeah. Um, they're all going on about shit. They want a confession from him. You know, he's been trafficking with the devil, and he's going to be hanged and burned over a basket of kittens. That was yeah, very that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that like? Goes, you will be burnt over a basket of living cats. And I'm like... Okay. And you're the guys burning the cats. So I didn't know... I thought the priests were the bad guys in this situation because they were like... I thought they were fuddy-duddy religious zealots and yeah. he was just a dude dabbling in a bit of magic. Yeah, 
and they couldn't handle it. But well, yeah, they're going to burn him over a basket of cats, which, which is not okay, guys. Which maybe don't get me wrong, I don't look into witch craft that much. It mm-hmm. may be a thing. Probably. It may be the I've only way to it. subdue a warlock. Is a warlock a male witch? Yes. Okay. He has that conversation later on. Yeah, that is a good conversation, yeah, actually. It is. Um, you know, he's like he's not confessing to anything. You know, they're he's not like, even talking. You're gonna die. Okay, bye. They leave, and uh, old mate Smolder. I think they were more worried about him cursing, like leaving some sort of bad, yeah. bad ju- vo- voodoo. Is that a, can, you, can you say voodoo these days? Is that a, I don't know. Is that a cancelled thing? Is it like a, an appropriation of a race or something? Voodoo? Possibly. It depends on the context that you're using it in. Yeah, I don't have any context. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> uh, another guy. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Old Smallmouth walks in. <laughs> uh, I would like you to refer to him as Smolder E. Grant. Thank you. Smolder E. Grant. I just called him Giles because <laughs> that's his name. I call him Redfern throughout. Oh. Uh, they begin to have a conversation. Um, it's just very sort of mundane. Can the priests leave? Yeah. The priests are gone. They're having a conversation. Then he leaves. Um, and he tells the guard, he's like, do not remove the chains. Do not remove the locks. Do not do anything. He doesn't and have even a good... after he's been burnt, don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it's not a friendly conversation. And the no. warlock talks to him. Yeah. So he's just basically like, your days are over, mate. You're fucked. I got you. Give up. He's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm like, very British. I am so blonde. <laughs> I called him Blondie until I learned his name. And then I had to go back and change it all in my notes. His name's literally Warlock. Is it? Does he have a name? Yeah, I went back and called him Warlock. Because I didn't know who he was at first. I just called him Blondie. Yeah, I just called him Warlock. Anyway, he's clearly the Warlock. I should have guessed that. That's fine. But of course, big weather rolls in. Big, big. Because it does. Big weather. He calls upon (laughs) Pumpkinhead. But like, who did this? What do you mean, who did this? Who made the big weather? Like, a tornado hits the village. And it he does. was like, there's a tornado. He was basically smug. Yes. Warlock. He's like, he knows he's going to get out. How did he know that? Because. Who did the tornado? Was it him or was it the devil? Well, it's probably the devil. The devil. It's probably some crazy witchcraft. Something he'd set up earlier. Probably. Maybe he'd burnt a box of dogs somewhere. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> box of frogs. Ones. Yeah, it's something. Anyhow, the storm bursts into the cell, you know. And uh, Redfern sees this from outside and he goes running back into the room just as the warlock disappears into the ether. And they both disappear. Yeah. He kind of like goes to jump and grab the warlock and he yeah, yeah, he gets sucked into wherever the warlock's gone, which I didn't know happened at first. I was like, what's going on? There's a re- little tiny tornado. Yeah, it was a cute little tornado too. But they both disappear. Yeah. So the, the four men, they return to the cell. They find it empty. There is no warlock. There is no red fern. That's it. There is no little mouth. We <laughs> Cut to modern day. The modernest day of 1988. Oh, yes. There is a blood moon over a modern city. Radio reports. The devil's wind. All this the stuff is happening. Wind. Yeah, we get like and radios that aren't plugged in. Because they're just thrown in the trash. But it wasn't plugged in. But it's working because of this big weather creating Elect- electricity. Yeah, we don't know. what that, that actually never comes up again. It doesn't make any sense. No. Good on you, warlock. <laughs> Um, I thought there was going to be some sort of tie-in to that later on, but there really wasn't. It was just a... Anyhow, this little cute tornado... I know, it's adorable. It's like... It's smaller than a man. It's cruising down the road, like in a, a suburb of like Beverly Hills or some yeah. shit. Cruises down the suburb... In the burbs. Very, very un... You know, not threatening at all. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, this is a this was a 
you know, stretch of like my, my imagination. All of a sudden, Blondie fucking Warlock is on the ground, unconscious, in this house. Yes. And I'm like, did he? He smashed through the window. He was a he was a acute whirlwind a second ago. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Then he manifested into the manliest of blonde men and with like a th- tiny little cut on his head. Yeah, little teeny anyway, tiny cut. The lady, uh, Blondie, uh, no, what's her name? Her name is Cassandra. Cass. Cassandra comes out with her roommate, mm-hmm. who at first I thought were a couple because there's no explanation. Yeah, here. I was like, dad, boyfriend. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and later on we find out it's a ha- it's a he's like a you know a, a style and gay man. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, so so edgy for the eighty eight. Anyway, yes. it doesn't matter. They both come out. There's this man that smashed through their window. He's on the ground. He's unconscious and bleeding. And they're just like, huh? <laughs> That's put him, strange. Put him in bed. Well, they go to call the cops, and obviously the, the phone lines are down because of the big weather. And they're like, well, there's not much we can do. They're very accommodating to him, like yeah. to a person who's just bursting. And I think, I, I, I don't know if you got this, that they were alluring because the guy was a gay guy, he doesn't mind a man coming through his, his, his room. Like they were just playing on that card. Yeah, there was a lot of like... Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how gay people are. They don't even mind where the men come from. No. They can come through a tiny tornado into their room and <laughs> they will put them up for the night. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, AIDS not... pandemic rampant. I heard you catch AIDS from tiny tornadoes. That's the only way you catch AIDS. No, at least day and age, yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, it, it is very ambiguous on what who these characters are, what their things are. But the, the thing that made me like, I was like, why would you just... And he's unconscious yeah. the whole time. So they're like, put him in a bed. Yeah, so they put him in Cassandra's bed. I don't know where she's you know, Because, you, you know, when someone flies through your window unconscious, you just put him to bed. And then you just... And they're just like, okay, let's... Watch Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jeopardy's on. That's cool. Um, So we cut to the morning. Cassandra's in the bathroom. She's taking an insulin shot. Yeah, because she's diabetic. diabetic. And then she finds the warlock sat there kind of confused. um, Is he in bed? No, he's sitting at the dresser. Yeah, he's just up and she's like, hey, sleepy head. I'm like... You haven't even you like, said, like, why did you smash through my window? Like, just because he has long blonde hair and a pretty British accent. He does have a very British accent. Doesn't mean. Anyway, she goes to work. Like, this is this is weird. So she just goes, like, I'm off to work. See ya. Um, she puts him back to bed. Yeah. Go, She's like, go, go lie down. Have a nappy nap. And she goes off to work. She drives to work. And then, like, and the other guy, he stays at home. And he starts, like, making breakfast. He's making something. He's yeah. making bre- uh, eggs and bacon or something on thing. And Warlock gets up and he's like, "Hey, boy, how you going?" Just start making small talk. Yeah, with just... the guy that smacked. They haven't even asked his name. No, just make. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm, I've got to go into town. I can offer you a ride downtown when I'm done cooking my very delicious homosexual breakfast of deliciousness." Yeah, and then he like um, Warlock's all like looking at his ring. And he's yep. like, oh, you like my ring? And it shows the ring. It may be the ugliest ring that has ever been invented. Imagine a, a ring. Yes. And it has a, uh, what's that called, where they put like an insect in like um, in like liquid perspex, you know, that, whatever that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of a scorpion. Yeah. And it's a gigantic ring. And his dude, this guy is a, a, a well-dressed man in a business suit. Yeah. And he just has this giant scorpion <laughs> ring on his little finger. And like Warlock's like, hmm. He's like, what? oh, you see, I see you. Uh, you like my gigantic scorpion ring. <laughs> and then he's like, I, I can't, 
I can't take it off. Like I, I broke my finger. Like I can't take it off. But why like, does he even have it on? I'd let you try it on, but it can't come off. Why is the warlock even interested in I, the ring? I don't know. But he's so interested in it that he grabs his hand and he cuts his little finger off and removes the ring. And puts it on. He does. And he puts it on so like, I have the scorpion ring. Yeah, and he's like, like you realise that's from a fucking show bag, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah, he, he cuts the scorpion ring off. He Then he goes up to the man, um, to the housemate and he kisses him. And at that point I was like, at this point I had no idea this was a gay character. Yeah. Like, none. There was no... I thought they were husband and wife. Um, and I suppose it's because he was a gay character. They had to have him kiss him. And then Warlock, like, kisses him and then spits his tongue out. Yeah, that so was ripped, that looked really cool, actually. And he spits it into the fry pan and it starts frying. Yeah. So it Warlock good. kissed his tongue off. <laughs> Anyhow, the cops rock up. At, yeah, so they rock at up Cass's at... Cass's work. Yeah, at Cass's work. And we cut to... Uh, her at the police station and this... I think it was just at the back of the work. <laughs> Quite possibly. But they're basically telling her that the roommate is dead. Um, like... And they bring up that he's gay and like, yeah, yeah. This do you is... have a list of men that he hangs out with? Alluring to the fact that because he's gay, there's yeah. like heaps of men all the time. So the... this is like 1989. This is like... Uh, 88. 88. This is where like, you know, gay people are still very much persecuted in their own little way which is uncool but you know it's the time it is of its time and she's like oh fuck oh, this sucks oh. and then she runs home she leaves work. she leaves she just leaves and then and we cut to the metaphysical bookstore yes where we get mary warrenoff who i love is she from stuff she was from she was in terrorvision she was in night of the comet she's in she's, in she, she's the main lady from night of the comet or she's his friend. She's one of the other ladies, like military people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, we, it's the metaphysical books shopping up. What does that mean? That's that's fancy for fancy. Um, we see Warlock. He's uh, she's got a book launch or some shit happening. Yeah, she's just closing up for the night. Um, she's obviously had like a session of channeling spirits and whatnot. Mm, um, mm. and they start talking about spirits, and she yeah. she's like, "Well, you know, I I channel spirits for people, and this is what I do." And he and he asks her to channel a spirit for him. There's like a little bit of like flirting there, and then he's like, "I want you to channel the spirit of my father." Does he call? I, I write thing. I wrote, is, does he call him Zazzle? What was his name? Zamiel. 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 So, so, so they sit down and we get like she starts channeling something and you know he's like she's faking it. She's faking it and he knows it. And she's like, "What do you want to?" Know? She you know does like the whole. I am the ghost of what's his name? Zamiel. What do you want? He goes, "I want to wait around until the real Zamiel <laughs> rocks up." I'm like, oh fuck yeah. And she goes, what do you mean? And suddenly, <laughs> all shit goes wrong because Zamiel does rock up in her body and, mm-hmm. like, fucking, she's like, Wah! and then she has a f- cool demon face. Yep. I thought it was a cool face. Yeah, it looked good. She's got, like, the black eyes and they've, like, done a bit of work on, like, Little you know, teeth. prosthetics on her whole face. So she's all smooth and weird looking. <laughs> Um, and then, so she starts talking about a Bible. Uh, I didn't get any of that. I couldn't understand what she was saying. I wrote, she tells him to go get something or maybe three <laughs> things. I couldn't understand. <laughs> okay. So essentially 
what she does is she runs down that there is a Bible, the Grand Grim- Grimoire, and it is it has been separated into three parts and hidden across America. And in order for him to go and find it, he will become the one begotten son. So he will become the one son of Satan and he will be able to speak the name of the true God backwards and reverse yeah, creation. So in this book, this grimoire, which took me so long to work out how to spell that word, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to write it down, the grimoire has the real name. It Apparently, once you put it all together... It just, just number one, it just looks like a, a document. It doesn't yeah. even look like a, a. It's a PDF document. A PDF document. Um, it'll give you the name of God, mm-hmm. the real name of God, and then if you speak that backwards, it unends reality. Yeah. So basically, like reverses creation. Reverses creation, which don't know why I'd want to do that. Yeah. Like, well, then you wouldn't be around. Like, what's doesn't what's, matter. What's Anyhow, the name of your game? Fucking bedazzle, zazzle, whatever his name is. Zamiel. Zamiel leaves her body. He cuts her eyes out. And yeah, yeah, and no, yeah, Warlock walks over while she's unconscious, and we don't see any of this. No. This movie was classified as action adventure, by the way. This is really? not a horror film. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, he cuts like we see him doing something with some with a bit of broken glass, mm-hmm. and then he just holds. And this is like he does something for like one second. Do you yeah. know how hard it would be to cut eyes out? Well, not yeah, even hard. It would just attached. take a bit of time. I mean, you could. I I assume, as someone who's never removed an eyeball, that you it would be relatively easy to kind of pop it out, but then you've got to detach it. Yeah, and because it, it's attached. And they're like nerve endings and shit, so they're yeah. not like it's not just spaghetti holding it on. It's no. like some muscle. You, you'd be like cutting it, into that. And yeah, yeah. Okay. It'd take a little bit. Yeah, of that's it. what I thought. Man, anyway, he got those eyes out real quick. Maybe he's yeah, a he pro. holds the eyes in his hand, and where they're like they're like Muppets fucking eyes, <laughs> and they look around, and we can only assume that that's the compass. Yeah. To this film is very compass heavy. It is. So he has the eyes that look in the direction of where the next puzzle piece is, the next fetch fetch quest. This movie is a fucking fetch quest, eh? It is, yes. And um, anyway, so that's it. Compass eyes. He's got some compass eyes. And so now Warlock has some compass eyes. Oh, it points dear. him in the direction of the three parts of the fucking devil Bible. Yeah. That is the... Ver- <laughs> yeah, right. uh, we cut back to Cassandra. She rocks up at home. There's police tape kind of stop like blocking off the house um she walks through the dark it's dark it's empty it's there's glass everywhere she stands next to his door and he has a bit of a moment uh and then she basically runs to her room and starts frantically packing the most stupidest shit did you see the shit she was packing yeah mannequin heads like she basically lives in Cindy Lauper's brain, hey? Yes. Her room is just Cindy Lauper. Yeah. So that's what she looks like. So we haven't explained what she looks like. She's got, like, pink hair, does she? I don't even know how to explain her hair. She's basically, just imagine Cindy Lauper. Yeah. So it's a, a, a taller, thinner Cindy Lauper. She doesn't have the fucking, that adorable pudge that Cindy Lauper had. She had those, like, be, like Bjork eyes. Yeah. Cindy Lauper cannot open her eyes, hey? No. She just has little tiny Maybe lines. she's just really fucking high all the time. That's true. Maybe. I mean, she just wants to have fun. Well, that's right. And that's... All day. Yeah, she's like Slurms McKenzie. Exactly. All I do is party. Uh, anyway, there's someone else in the house with her. Mm. It's Giles. Yay, Redburn. Smoldery But unlike grunt. Warlock, she fucking just calls the police, fucking hates him. Like, a dude smashes through your place. I... I unconscious and you put him in bed and cook him breakfast 
This dude just walks up and goes, hey, um, what's going on? And you fucking attack him and call the police. I'm like... I mean, okay, to be fair, let's look at Smoldery Grant. He's like... He's in Animal Furs. He's in Animal Furs. He's, he's got a mullet. He probably just Tiny smells... Tiny mouth. Smells so bad. And then you've got Warlock, who is in a nice-ish outfit. He does only eat spoiled milk, though. Mm. He wouldn't smell too good. No. And, you know, he's kind of well put together. I'd be more inclined to... He's like an anime enemy. Yes. He's like the, the good-looking. You know, the anime enemy has to be a little bit more good-looking than the protagonist? Yes. He's one of them. It's true. This is... A... This is as convoluted as an anime as well. <laughs> but it's also funny because he just fucking, he just decks her. He just like full punches her in the face and then drags her through the house um, into the kitchen. And he's like, did he bleed? Yeah, he needs some like, warlock blood. So basically, yeah, he, he needs some warlock blood. She, she, she comes around vacuum. very quickly after being punched in the face to help, kind of helping him. Yeah. She's like, oh, hang on. Yeah, I do have some blood. It's on this bit of glass that broke through the thing. You know, he makes, he scrapes the blood off. He makes some concoction. He puts it into some ridiculous golden fucking compass. It is a witch compass. A witch compass. Uh, and now this compass points in the direction of the warlock. Yep. Cool. So they both have compasses. This is an orienteering movie. <laughs> it is, yep. So, 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 I mean, the cops rock up. They tase Smoldery Grant. Yeah, and then Cassandra goes and gets back arrested. To, yeah, she goes back to packing her shit, and she just dumps and runs. Um, she, she, yeah, she doesn't she forget. Walks, her, she doesn't forget her mannequin head though. No, no, you need that. Um, which is so strange. I just don't understand her as a character. No, well, that she's like packing up her shit, and the compass is still there. She looks at it, and it starts to move, and it points at the window, and he's like. What is he like? He's earlier on. He says like the further away the warlock is, the slower the compass works. So yeah. as soon as the compass starts working, it means the warlock is near. He's close by. And, and he's of course, like, you know, Redfern gets taken off, and then she's at home alone. And of course, and of fucking course, warlock rocks up. Old mate, warlock. He's out the front, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, can I have some more breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> can I sleep in your bed again?" <laughs> and he rocks into the house. Um. And he starts smashing up their, their kitchen table. Yeah. Fucking rude. So yeah. he's just there. He's like, he's following the eyes and goes to some kind of like table in the living room. And he just starts wailing into it with something. An axe, which is just in the kitchen. Sure. She pisses off to the bathroom. She locks herself in and he's just smashing it with a hammer. He finds some pages. She's trying to bail out Wait, the well, window. You have, the page. Yeah, well, you have to slow down. Oh, I'm he, sorry. He, the, the table splits apart yeah. and there are some... Unholy Bible pages in the table. Yeah. I can only assume that's why the, the, the tornado dropped him off there. Quite possibly. They're very well-kept pages as well. They look very fresh. Yeah, they look like... Like they've not been sitting... They almost like look like they've years. got binder holes in them. <laughs> I think they did, like, some of them. Anyhow, these 2,000-year-old pages, I don't know how long it's been. Can you remember how long? It's like 600 years or some shit like that? or Something like that, yeah. Or what's, what or was 300. It? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, yeah. Anyhow, um, fucking Cass is locked in the dunny. She's like, fuck. Because yeah, we all know that's the safest place in the world. And he rocks up at the window of mm -hmm. the dunny, smashes the window and goes, hey, could have put a spell on you. <laughs> Grabs her bracelet yep. and says a line. Can, we didn't write down the line. Something about a decade and a, two decades and a day. And he puts a spell on her, 
So now that, was it, every day is two decades. Is that 20? So yeah. she ages 20 years every day. Yeah. And, of course, cut to next day, she wakes up on the floor because she must have fainted because, you know, women yeah. just faint for they do a whole night. She wakes up, she's got big long hair, and she has some pretty bad makeup. Yeah, she's she's aged. She's now 40. She's 40 years old now, the main character. Man, would we suck to be this character because she has to wear, like, the shittest mask for most of the movie. I mean, she, I believe the actress kind of refused to wear a lot of what they wanted to do. Oh, really? So they just went with what they had. Yeah, but that... also, she has diabetes. She'd be dead. She'd be dead, right? Oh, well, well, she ages instantly. So it's not as if that time has passed. Mm-hmm. So it's just her body changes. It's not the period of time, okay. I assumed. Yeah, because otherwise I, she wouldn't have taken insulin for 20 years and she'd be dead. Yeah. Or she'd want some mad chocolate bars. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, eating her Twix. Um, and so now she... she's like, oh, fuck, now I'm old. I better go get Giles out of prison because that's the optimal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Redfern. So she goes, gets Redfern, and she's basically like, I want you to help me be young again. And he's like, All you have to do is get the bracelet off of the warlock, and the spell is broken. And I'm like, Okay, so the warlock can do that. Yeah. What can't he? What are his limitations? I need a death note here with a bunch of rules in the front. Because <laughs> this warlock, he, he is everywhere. He really is. Um, so they, he start Giles. Um, starts telling her that he's from the past um, and he's looking for a reason as to why the warlock broke shit um, and that, like, you know, why did he come into your house? Why did he break this thing? What did he take? What's happening? You know, she she really just doesn't want to help him. And he doesn't know he's after the fucking, the, the, the dark, the yeah. grand grimoire. He grand grimoire, that's what it's called. And then he kind of, like, because she's so intent on, like, doesn't give a shit about him and what's happening. She only cares about being young again. And he's basically like, you'll be dead in a week and a half. If you don't come help me, you're going to die. Yeah. And then, of course, she decides that she's motivated to help. Yeah, because she's very uh, vacuous young teen that only cares about party life. And now she's 20, she's 40 and she can't believe it. Uh, anyway, they go on a road trip. They mm-hmm. get in a car and it's like, road trip across America. Because they're following their witch compass, which they went and got. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut to the warlock. He's making his way through the desert. He's reading pages. He's just, he's on a mission. Yeah. He's kind of in like Arizona now or some shit. Yeah. Like, we don't know where he is. Uh, he comes to like a, a small country town and he meets some child. Mm. There's a child. It's on Sunday and the, the kid yep. is not in the church and he's like, this is a great scene. I like this scene because the kid's outside. He's playing with himself. No, no <laughs> he's, he's play- not wanking. No, he's not wanking. He's he's it's playing a- with a football. Yeah, yeah. He's you know, and the and warlock he's- grabs the ball, and then they j- we just cut to this scene of them having this conversation. No, they're both hanging out in the swings. Yeah, and the and, kid's and the teaching kid- him about football, teaching him about the way of the world. And he's listening. He's like, yeah, ah, oh, little child, know some things, and he's just like, hey, child, why are you in church? And he, 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 no, the, the kid goes to him, why aren't you in church? And he's like, nah, I don't let you go to church because I'm a demon. And then um, and the kid's like, he's like, why aren't you in church, little boy? And he's like, oh, my dad thinks that this is all bullshit. Yeah. And then um, so he's like, really? And he goes, like, I'm a witch. And then he, he's like, no, you're not a witch. Witches are ladies. Yeah, and, and he's like, some men are witches. He's like, where's your broomstick? And he's like, what the fuck like, are you talking about? you need about? a broomstick to fly, right? He's like, no. I can fly. Without a broomstick. And then we're dun, dun, dun. What's he going to do to the child? Um, 
Okay. Which so was a great scene. So uh, it was like I really, really enjoyed that scene. This is where I kind of lose it a little bit because it seems like so. Redfern and Cassandra, they catch up. So they're pretty much, they stop for gas at a gas station. Um, he's got his witch compass. They hear gunshots go off in the distance. And the guy, like... Yeah, the, this goes nowhere, this The scene. guy at the gas station is like, oh, yeah, like, that it's just dead coyotes. Like, took some kid. And the way he's describing it was like, it took some kid a while ago. Yeah, it was like it was literally it was like 10, 10 minutes 10 ago. minutes ago. So yeah, they're talking about like obviously the the warlock's done something to the kids. So they're like, "Aha, it must be the warlock. Let's go investigate." They go to the cops, they go to the mum of the child Who who's lost their kid 10 minutes ago. Doesn't seem that cut up about it. Yeah, and then she's like hey, Giles is like, "Hey, Giles, Giles Redfern is like, "Hey, was your kid baptized?" She's like, "No." And he's, "Oh, no. Fuck." And then she's like <laughs> Cass is like, "What well, what's wrong?" He goes, "He's making he needs an unbaptized, the fat of an unbaptized child to make a flying potion. I'm like, the fuck shit? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, okay. Cut to fucking Warlock sitting there roasting up some fat in a tin can that he yeah. clearly killed the child. Yeah. And then sits there and drinks the boiling fat. And then, through the shittest effects in the world, flies. But he doesn't fly like Superman. He flies upright yes. with his... Elbow out forward, like he's going to hip and shoulder cunts. <laughs> and it's just him, like, like overlaid, green screened yeah. on out uh, and moved along. Like, oh, man, it looks so bad. And it's good. sped up so much as well. Because we cut to this cop who's just sat behind, like, a, a sign and he's, you know, doing his radar detector. And then, of course, the radar detector just starts going off. It's, like, beeping. It's going faster. It's faster. It's faster. And then we see him just fly past. We just see the warlock like, Pew! and then it cuts to him like you know a close shot of us keeping up with him, and he's clearly just standing there in that pose, <laughs> and they've superimposed the background. They just him. put like a, a fan on, so he, the, his little wisps of his, blonde, his blonde ponytail. Yeah, he's got a tight ponytail. We forgot to mention that he the does. whole time. Like he's he doesn't a, have his long he hair. He doesn't have flowing hair. He has a tight. Strict white ponytail. Yeah, blonde. I'm sure he would have flowing hair if he took that bad boy if out. If he needed to, yeah. Mm. Anyhow, we cut to Giles and that. Giles is like, I need to fucking use my compass again. Stop the car. <laughs> so he gets out and starts using the compass. Anyhow, Cass suddenly, because it's 24 hours time, up, she's like, and she ages to 60. Yeah. So it doubles each time. So yep. she goes, she ages, no. She, she was 20, she aged to 40, now she's 60. Yeah, so, tw- so she's 60 years old. She has a big long wig. Uh, they put a fucking some makeup on it. They, you know that where they put latex on your face to try yeah. and make you look wrinkly? It doesn't look very good. No, it doesn't. And they've got us conveniently got her in a scarf to hide all of the... Turkey neck. The turkey neck and all, all of that kind of stuff. Um, anyhow, we cut to Warlock. He's in some sort of like... We don't even know where he is. No. It doesn't make any sense. It's just like he's in an addict. Okay, cool. He's somewhere. Yeah. He's, he's somewhere indoors. He's playing with some fiery fingers. And he's he's reading he's reading the, the devil pages and he's like, hmm, new powers, new 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 cool things to do. And he's learned he he he's he's XP'd up. He's he's unlocked a new skill tree. Yeah. Which is orange magic. 
Pretty. Which looks nice. I like the animation touch on yeah, it. Yeah, so this is um if you imagine the start, it's a drawing on the front on the on the you know, yep. that kind of shit. I like but, that. And it's always orange. They didn't Hellraiser as well and it was orange as well. Maybe it just stands out more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, he's got this like orange magic, which we can imagine it's kind of like orange flowing fire out of his hands, which doesn't do anything. It's no. just pretty. Yeah. He's like, she's like, look at me, I can. Uh, and he some uses acid. it later on. We'll get into this magic. I'm like, okay, so what is that magic? I don't think even he knows. Anyhow, um, what happens next? So we cut to um, the next day. It's like it's morning now. They're we're on a farm, um, and then this Amish guy walks into his son, who's like tending to attract. These are new characters, by the yeah, way. New this characters, and he's Amish. just like, the the cream's bad. The horses are spooked. There's an open window in the attic. Like, you know. Hang on. There are three things to... That that indicates to me a witch. So he grabs some paint and he starts painting on the... Um, the it's barn. like a It's like a, he- a hex sketch is what they call them, I think. Hex cliff, um, yeah. So they just... It's like basically painting a pentagram. It wasn't a pentagram. I think I had one more... It was like a Star of David upside down. Anyhow, it's a, it's a it's a it's a, a hex mark. That's what yeah. they called it, hex mark. Yeah. So he paints that. I don't know why. Um, was that to ward off the warlock? Because the warlock wasn't in the bar, or was he in he the bar? He was in the barn. Okay. Anyhow, or was that to trap him in there? No, wait. He's not in the barn. So that I think he would have painted it on the Maybe barn. Maybe he just doesn't want him in the barn. Maybe not. But the barn was a nice barn. It did look pretty Big nice. Red barn. There were horses. Anyhow, uh. We, fight, we we cut back to uh, Giles and Cass. They're having a bit of back and forward in the car. We find out that the warlock originally killed Giles' wife. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Move that plot on. And then, of course, they're, as they're driving past, we see them driving past this big old red barn with a big old pentagram hex mark Hex mark on it. on it. And he's like, there's a fucking hex mark. Into that. So they beeline <laughs> straight into this place. Um. Into this farm. Yep. They just burst straight into the into the into the kitchen. Yeah. And they're like, there's this young couple there who probably who obviously own the farm, and they're yeah. like, who the fuck are you? And then old Amish man comes out and goes, hey, and he's like, and, and then Joe's like, you're Amish, aren't you? And they're like, hey. and then they're like, best mates. Yeah. Oh, they're the, like the friendliest of friends. And suddenly they understand each other because apparently Amish people are closely knit, tied in. Witch hunters? Yep. Sure, why not? Yep. Amish guy who, he's like, he seems to know everything. Yes. Like, he seems to be a modern day Giles. Yes. Uh, Pretty much. He's just like, ah, oh, guys, I locked, I locked him in the attic. Yep. So basically, like, what he does, uh, so Redfern, he climbs up to the attic window from the outside and he he nails it shut. Um, he informs- I didn't even see him do that. No, well, yeah, he does yeah, that. He nails it shut because then he informs um, the young couple to take the kids and you need to leave. Then they just disappear. Yeah. They're never in the film again. We don't see them again. And now we have time for a game plan. Show no fear. Put pennies in your mouth. Let's do this. Pennies in the mouth. That does. Um, I can only assume that this shit is like uh, researched. That all this penny in the mouth shit. Oh yeah, it's there gonna... is one cool bit later on which I'll talk about. Anyhow, um, everyone's got coins in their mouths. Everyone is like fucking doing that. Giles goes up into the attic to fight the warlock, and he's not there. But you know what is there? A 
bat. Mm. And a bat flies out and then fucking Giles kills it with a knife. <laughs> and then he <laughs> defeats the bat. Good on him. So he also notices he's like he was here. So all, there's all these broken antiques there's upstairs. There's like a broken chest which he starts digging around in. And of course he finds a page. Of the dark grimoire. Of the book. He rips it in half, throws it on the ground, and it comes back together. Can't destroy it. Can't so, live with it. Can't live without it. So he comes down and he's like, oh, fuck, we're dealing with this now. It's, it's the Bible of black magic. It's the Bible of grimoire. The grand it's, grimoire. It's, it's meant to be kept on hallowed grounds. Like, why, why is it in your fucking attic, basically? And he's like, yeah, they moved it. They split it up into three sections to make the film longer. And he's like, cool. And then he's like, hang on. Hang on. Why would he leave one of these pages here? <gasps> he hasn't left. Oh, no. So he goes back up into the attic and, of course, bum, 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 warlock pops out. Yeah. He stabs him. But, um, of course, the warlock has put the uh, pages against his chest. So they just come back together and he's Yeah, he's, he's like a bulletproof vest, this... this uh, this, this grimoire because it can't be destroyed so you can wear it. Yeah. Then he, like, magic blasts Redfern out the window. With the orange magic. With so the orange magics. And and so it's just a pushing magic. It just pushes. Yeah. So, you know, he and then he tries to impale him with a weather vane. He, you know, he, he, yeah, like, Warlock throws a fucking weather vane at Giles's dick. Yeah. And it misses. It misses because of his smouldering gaze. Yeah, uh, he and deflects then- it with his small mouth. Uh, Redfern then whips him with his his whip that he has on him all the yeah, time. Yeah, suddenly, yeah, Redfern's got a magical whip, and yeah. he, he this is funny. Yes, yeah, so he grabs it like by the ankle, and because he, he's flying, he yeah, basically so he, drags Redfern through the 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 field. Yeah, so yeah, he, so because the warlock can now fly, he's flying through the air. Giles whips him with the whip, like catches him, and then water skis him across the cabbage field. So we got like Giles behind him going through the cabbages. Of the Amish place, water skiing behind this flying man. Yep. Who then goes into the barn anyway. Yeah. So he goes into the barn and the the, the, the warlock whip, goes in the barn. The yeah. whip gets stuck, and then Redfern just waits. Like he stands there. He's like he's got this weather vane, and he's just basically the warlock gave him a, the only weapon that can hurt him because it's a blessed weather vane because the Amish guy blessed it. That's why it hurts him. Sure. I know, and it's just like. Okay. Anyway, so, we don't even need to say that. No. Basically, the warlock just flies out of the barn and Giles is fucking javelins fucking the weather vane into him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he falls to the ground. Then they start tussling. They start wrestling in the dust. They rip off his And boots. I'm like, why didn't he just fucking blast Giles with his orange magic? Why didn't he just take one of Giles's things and make him age 100 years every day? You know what I mean? Like yeah. any of these magics. No, they wrestle. Yeah, they They're wrestle. Like, eh. They remove his boots. They take off his boots because he's wearing the new Air Jordans. And, yeah, they don't. You know. They're like, don't let him. Anyway, yeah, they take off the warlocks. But their plan is they need to put the fucking thumb restraints and everything back on him because obviously that's the only thing he can't take off or mm. some shit. And he's got them there. He's got a really bad back, so once he's down there, that's it. He can't get he's up again. He's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> now they start to bind him with this thing, um, but. The warlock in his, you know, in his like panic, he's like, "Oh fuck, we got to get out of here!" So he puts a spell on the Amish man. He's holding him down. It makes his eyes bleed. Mm. 
So while uh, Redfern is tending to the bleeding Amish man, the warlock gets up and he starts hopping away. He hops away because he's still got, he's not like completely bound It's like two. It's like one. One on his, he's got one on his thumb and one on his toe together. So he's like kind of bent over and he hops off. Yeah. Makes a quick escape. And the Amish guy's like, I need to help this guy. Otherwise he'll die. Cass, you go get the warlock. Yep. So he basically sends her off with a hammer and some nails. A blessed hammer. And nails to cripple him. This was the coolest bit in the whole film. So he says, like, drive a, drive a nail with his blessed hammer into his footprints. Yeah. Because he doesn't have any shoes on or anything at the moment. And so she finds, like, he's like, so there's a train yard right next to this, which wasn't there a second yeah, ago. it's right there. There's a whole train yard next to the farm. So the, the warlock runs around. He falls over once or twice. He jumps into a carriage for, like, hiding safety to try and get the fucking binds off him. Cass walks around. She finds a footprint on the ground, a naked footprint because mm-hmm. it's a barefoot. So she gets a nail and hammers it into the ground, and that hurts the warlock. I mean, yeah. that's cool. That is It's cool. kind of like a voodoo vibe, like, like, War, like you know, warlock yeah. trick, and so the he's like, ah, fuck me foot. Anyhow, she finds finds a head shaped. Yeah, because he like hopped and he fell into a pile of dirt. Yeah, and it's a real good head indent too. Yeah, so she finds the head shape. She knocks her fucking nail in into that, which knocks it into his head. Oh my god! And the scream, which knocks him out, and yep. he's like, oh, I'm unconscious. His arm falls out the side of the train. She's like. There he is. Yeah, he's over there. He's right there. But unfortunately, the train that he's hiding in starts to take <sighs> off. Doot, doot. And so her, she, and of course, the arm sticking out of yep. the, the train is the one that's got her bracelet Convenient. on. Convenient. However, she is old. She is in her 60s now. So running is not her strength. No. Um, but so, she goes, she goes for it. Yeah, she goes to it. She fucking jumps, gets her bracelet back. Yeah. She's got her bracelet back. Yay. Um, we cut back to, you know, Giles, he's fixed up uh, the old Amish man. He's put a bandage on his head. He's done some, he's put, he's uh, hung some bronze keys above him because doing a bit of, you know, magic shit. Yeah. And he goes, ah, oh, in a couple of days you'll be right again. Yeah. Turn these keys clockwise, clockwise to- every hour, but you can't see them, but just turn them anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyhow, Amish man has done his duty. She walks in, she's young again. Sick. I'm young. She hands him her keys. Um, she basically says that, you know, you've watched me drive long enough. I'm not going with you. I'm pretty. I don't need to be on this, this quest. He's like, oh, you fucking have to help me. And she's like, nah, get fucked. He goes, well, if you don't help me, he's going to end the world. Yeah. Because we know now what he's going to do. She's like, fine. <laughs> if there's no world, then who will look upon my beauty? Yeah, if there's no world, how am I going to go to the club? <laughs> and uh, she's basically like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. Anyhow, they decide um, that they're going to fly. Uh, she's like, no, 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 no. I'm coming. I'm in charge. She goes, we're not going to chase the warlock. We're going to go get the pages before he gets them. Yeah. Which makes more sense. Which in does actually make sense. Yeah. I was like, touche. Hmm. It does make sense. Go to Boston. They work out. They know where the next. Wait, so they got two blocks. So there's only one more block of pages to yeah. get. One more PDF document. Um, and they go, it's in a church in Boston. Let's fly there. In a fucking aeroplane. So they rock up to the airport and Smoldery Grant, he starts freaking out a little bit about the, the plane. He's, He's like, like, oh, what the fuck is that? No, 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 men no. Is not- Warlock, witches fly. Yeah, it's like, I don't. Yeah. No, no, no. It's okay. It's safe. And it's also very clear of its times because he is allowed to, to walk onto a plane with... A weather vane. A weather vane. 
Yeah, yeah. It did. Covered it, in blood. Covered in blood. Covered in furs. He never, he never. No, but the weather vane's got blood on it. Yeah. And then it, he's in furs. He probably stinks like high heaven. And they just let him on. Yeah, let him on the plane. Smoking and, yeah, or non-smoking. He's on the plane. There's some back and forward. And we see that Warlock has hidden himself in the luggage department. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Compartment? Is that what it's called? No, like, as in where yeah. the, where the like, luggage is. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they split up to look for him. They don't find him. It's a fucking useless thing. <laughs> They're on the plane. Anyway, they land. Yes. And, of course, these uh, baggage handlers come and open the baggage handling door and <laughs> out flies Warlock. Out flies Warlock with his like. Oh, uh, his, his elbow up, uh, uh, other arm on, on waist, flying up, uh, up weight pose. This is British Superman. This is this is how British people fly, <laughs> motherfucker. We don't fly vertical. We're horizontal flyers. None of those. Uh, so they jump in a taxi and they uh, travel off and they rock up at the church. Um, we meet some pastor guy, priest. Yep. Pastor, priest, I don't know, one he, of the guys. And they let He's him in. He tells them about like... What does he say? He's just like, I don't have it here. I don't have the grimoire. Yeah, like he knows. He's like, oh, no, I'm fully aware of it, but it's not here. He goes, oh, no, we buried it on hallowed ground uh, in the cemetery in a tomb. Yeah. And he's like, he can't go. And then like, they're all like, Charles like, thank fuck, because he can't go there. Because yep. the, the warlock cannot, number one, go into a church. Number one, he cannot walk on hallowed ground. He cannot even touch that shit. So he's yep. like, it's pretty safe. But they're like, but... We better go check to make sure. Yeah. Um, is that what they do there? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Because then they go, um, they, they found they found some records in the church saying, uh, records stating the book's distribution, table, farmhouse chest, Boston yeah, graveyard. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, yeah, the fetch you know. And now, so they leave to yeah. go to the cemetery. And then, of course, dun, 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 Warlock rocks up at the priest's priest house. Yeah. Which you can go in because obviously his house isn't hollow ground. Um, priest there with his wife, his pregnant wife, mm-hmm. and a warlock comes up and says, "Like, tell me where they are, or I'll fucking kill your child." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know." So now warlock knows where the last pages are. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because they're on hollow ground. So he's like, mm. "So they rock up to the the graveyard. It's consecrated." We're, and they're like, Which... we're looking for the tomb with the hex mark. Hex mark. And she's like, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. She and... finds it and we find out that it is Smoldery Grant's grave. Oh, it's the tomb of Giles. And he starts freaking out. Yeah. That, I thought he freaked out a bit more. Like, as if, and then she says, well, you're not going to be alive. It's like, yeah, like 600 you're... years later. Like, yeah. So in, and then I went, okay, they've won. Because if time, if he's in there, if he's in there with the pages, he has gone back to his time and got buried with them. Mm -hmm. So they've won. Because he's done that after this film. Yeah. Because he didn't die before. And I went, oh, it's it's solved. You you fucking idiots. But it's not solved because they're pulling a poltergeist and they're moving graves. Yeah. So the city council is like has moved the graves because they're uh, as in to one side of a wall and it's not hit. So now the tomb is not on consecrated ground. Is it consecrated? Hello ground, consecrated. Yeah. 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 Consecrated ground. So they're like, fuck, fuck. They're like, now we've got to open it 
And take, take the pages. Yes, and now they have, because they were just going to leave them there because, like, they were safe on consecrated ground in a grave. He could not get them. Anyhow, they get the pages. Um, she literally pries them from his cold, dead hands. Yeah, she breaks all his fingers off. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, Warlock rocks up. They split up. Giles and Cass, like, run in separate directions. They split the pages up as well. They, so he takes half of what the half their third is and they, they run off. Yeah. Uh, Warlock starts shooting his uh, orange uh, spider magic at him. Yeah, we don't even know what this orange fucking Marinda magic is. Fucking Fanta <laughs> magic. <laughs> so he comes face to face with Cassandra while Redfern is Basi- hiding in a grave. Yeah, basically, Cassandra just gets caught instantly. Yeah, and so he uses her as bait. Yeah. And I'm just like, fucking just let her die. Let She offers nothing. Yeah, so he... Yeah, she... She uh, just fucking gives the pages up and gets thrown to the ground. Done. Yep. Oh, no, he ditches her in the river. Yes. Because where Boston is very close to the ocean. So he ditches her in the sea. Yeah. Because this, like, she goes cause this graveyard is right on the sea. As you do. Because uh, it's always good to bury people near salt water. Um, so Giles then like, is like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, well, he's still got his pages. He's on the hollowed ground. He's okay. But then he starts threatening him in a very British way. So it's very polite, sort of like, you know, I killed your wife. What have you got to live for? Just give me the pages. Otherwise, I'll probably kill you too. Yeah. You know, whatever. But then, like, Giles basically totes the warlock into having a non-magic punch-up. Yes. He's like, sure. And I'm like, why would a warlock do that? Yeah. He's like, deals with the devil. And the warlock's like, okay, we'll have a fisticuffs. No magic, no pages. Let's just fucking wail on each other. And as we know from earlier, Redfern can throw a punch. It's true, because he punched Cass. Yeah. <laughs> and now they start wrestling around. Warlock gets his face pushed into some consecrated dirt, which burns his face. Oh, yeah, we get, like, the sand in the eyes. We get a kick to the groin. There is a groin kick. Oh. A nut fucking nutted. Uh, a warlock nut as well, I think. Orders- that, yeah, it's a nut punt. He fully kicks the warlock in the, in, in the old in the old in the na- in the knack cracker brothers or the old mini potatoes <laughs> in the knackers, <laughs> and then um, the warlock's like fuck this shit, and he he magics into Redfern. Yeah, he like yeah, because like first Redfern ditches his face into consecrated ground, and he's like ow, and he grabs the warlock, puts his hand over his mouth, and then throws phantom magic down his throat. Yep. And I'm like, which just, and I went, oh, he's dead. Because, like, it's magic. He yeah. can control. He can just make him explode. No, he just, mm-hmm. what a fucking, Giles just sits there vomiting up Fanta for the next fucking 10 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. so the warlock, he gets the pages. He's got them all. I've done it. I have the power. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, he starts, he starts in with his black magic chants. I am he. <laughs> Uh, he's like, the book is complete. Reveal the name of God. But then we see Cass get up out of the ocean. I'm all wet. And then, like, from her pocket, pulls out one of her dun, 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 her insulin injections, which yep. were foreshadowed in the very f- start of the movie, which she has not taken the whole time or done any diabetes shit or anything in the whole film. No. Um, and we're like, oh, okay, she's just good. Oh, and they, we forgot to mention this the whole time. The warlock hates salt. Oh, yeah. 
Guys, they the warlock hates salt. The the, war, the warlocks do not like salt. It is their fucking, it's their poison. It's their Achilles tendon. It's their Achilles salty tendon. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so they don't eat chips. <laughs> they do not what eat. What a shit life. I know. <laughs> what do they put on their meat? They just have raw meat. I thought they just boil up children's fat and drink it for fun. Yeah, why not? It's probably that's pretty salty. That would have salts in that it. That would have salts. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Bodily salts. Anyhow, the warlock fucking, he's, he's put the grand grimoire together again. It's it's back together. It just looks like a PD. It's just a it, document. It does. It looks it doesn't like have someone a cool, has collated. It's not, like, <laughs> it's not like the grimoires from fucking Black Clover or anything. No. Like, they're not cool. No, like I was expecting like a big, like a like it, something from like Hocus Pocus or even something like the Necronomicon. Yeah, it looks like. An FBI document. Yes. Like it looks like it's just bound. It's just a square pages. With it's like, like this is the dossier we've got on the warlock. Maybe it was just, maybe it's because they were in Hollywood. It was just the warlock screenplay that he wrote. <laughs> He's just <laughs> shopping it around a bit. This is the sequel, guys. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, the warlock, we see God's name. Which, could we read it? I didn't we see God's it. name appear, just like really badly affect peer on the front of the grimoire, and the warlock's like sick. But at halfway through the film, the warlock was like, "Oh, you don't believe in like I don't believe in that uncreation bullshit." Like he doesn't. Yeah, think that's he even was gonna... like, "Nah, that's not what's gonna happen." It's like I'm in it for the power and the this and that. But he and... still does it. But yeah, why would you? Anyhow, he's just about, motherfucker's just about to say the name, the real name of God backwards and unmake creation. And all of a sudden, from nowhere, Castus jumps in and fucking zinc, fucking stabs him up with a, a, a syringe full of salt water in his neck. And he's like, oh. <laughs> he pulls it out and she's like, a fucking salt water, motherfucker. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he starts Cronenberging vein. Yeah, it looks great. He's like, my one weakness. <laughs> he's, yeah, and he just like, he starts going like internally. He bursts into flames. Yeah, he does everything. He just, First, like, he, he, the, all the veins come out of him. Like, like yeah. you know, those like under the, like, the air veins yeah, that they yeah, pump yeah. under the under the uh, the uh, latex, which yep. always looks good. Yes. You can't go wrong. And, but then, and then he, then bits of him starts catching on fire. Then his skin falls off, which I blinked and suddenly he had no skin. Yeah. It, it, so this is like one of the best moments in the film. And it was like a blink and miss it moment. Yeah. And then he falls on the ground as like a, a skinless burnt corpse. And then Giles walks up and fucking curb stomps his skull. Which is also awesome because like the skull is still alive. Well, and he the, like turns. The, the skull was, the body itself was doing that same kind of effect they did in Evil Dead. Where yep. it's that stop motion wax melting. Yes. Kind of weird shit. Which I thought was cool. I yep. like that stuff. Or like when the gremlin... In Gremlins, when Spike like melts and all that shit, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 that very eighties cool effect, which I don't, I think they should still use because yeah. it, it always looks good. This was the coolest thing in the film. Yeah, this is the my... only reason to watch the film. Um, Giles and Cass, uh, they've done it. Yep. Fuck yeah, Warlock dead. They win. Um, you know. They, you know, old smoldery Grant kind of looks at her and, you know, throughout the whole film we get this impression that she's into him and he's into her and, you no, know. No, I didn't get, he wasn't interested in her whatsoever. You she didn't was, get that. No. Anyhow, oh. they kiss. They which do. I thought was straight out of fucking nowhere. It was a gentle forehead kiss. Yeah, and then he gets zapped back to his time. Wow. 
and we see that his grave inscription has changed. I didn't even re- read what it Me said. Me neither. It was something, it was called like from the Royal Tenenbaums, died saving his family from a sinking ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like a message to her, like, the fucking future's sick, you! Yeah. Or whatever, you know. Um, she is left, the, one of the most irresponsible people is now left to deal with the book. Yeah, so she's now got the grimoire. The Dark Grimoire, which has the name of God written on the front of it. So there's no way she didn't see it. No. So, but she probably can't read. That's true. Um, cut to Cass burying the Grimoire into a fucking... Uh, In the salt flats. Salt flat. The world's biggest salt flat. Which is awesome. You like that's, that? Well, I liked that. That was a very smart move. Yeah, because like, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, like that's. But it, it's not hallowed. They'd probably. Well, I'm sure a warlock just wearing shoes and a shovel. Come <laughs> dig it as long as he doesn't touch the sand. Yeah, I don't know. If he was wearing a, 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 he could just like, he has to like eat the sand. It's like when you would you would bury a warlock in the salt flats. Well, that would kill him pretty instantly. You'd you'd bury him. Yeah, we see her in the salt flats. She drives off. Bam. The end. That's the end of the film. They won. What do you think <laughs> of that film? Look, it, it was enjoyable. Like, it was enjoyable. I probably won't watch it again for a while. I wrote, it's fine. Yeah. It, not much horror. No gore. You know, I hated Cassandra so much. It was very convoluted and it was just three fetch quests that ended up with them. Like you just knew they were like you know it got it, you just knew what was going to happen. It was yep. like the evil guy's going to get it. They're going to stop him right before he reads the word. Yep. Because there I, had to be a word. You know we get smoldery Grant being all smoldery, grunty. It's awesome. It felt fucking long. It eh? did. Like so this hour this was an hour and forty three minutes and it felt long. Like I feel that there were certain scenes that could have probably been cut, um, just to sort of bump it down to like an hour and thirty. And even then, they probably could have pushed an hour and 20. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, so this- there wasn't a lot of blood or gore, but what effects I did get, I did like. Like the tongue scene, you know. Yeah. Like, the, be- even cutting his pinky off looked good. Yeah, it, it's weird because, like, it's not a horror, but it is. And mm. it's not... Well, it was in the horror section when I was a kid, so True, I feel that it's had, one of those. Yeah, had a demon on the yeah, front. Yeah, so I, I feel that it's one of those films that you know it would probably be okay sitting in the horror section, the thriller section, or the action section. Yeah, action adventure. It's one of those horror. films. It's like we don't really know how to to rate this, like to genre it. So we'll just put it everywhere. Chuck it in the horror. Section. Is it rated R? I don't know. Like because it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have there been. There was no swearing. There was no sex, and there was no gore. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Mate, well, I mean, look at Halloween. The original Halloween was rated R. Yeah, but that was way before it. Well, it was like years. That was like 10 years before it. Different time. It was a different time, yes. Um, you know, like, for me... Yeah, it was, it's rated R. It's rated R. Why? Is it because of the child? Is it because he has a conversation with a child? It's because it was in the 80s and it was all the satanic panic, probably. That is 100% probably what it is, yep. All that crap. Um... What'd you give it? Um, look, I'm just—I didn't really know how to rate this, so I, I gave sort it a of fucking W, whatever. Yeah, I gave it a G. It's it's good for its time, but it's not held up. Like, no, mate, was it good for its time? I don't. Well, I don't know. They made fucking four, three more. They did. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I watched it. 
It was fine. Yeah. That's is it my it. choice for next episode? It, it really is, yeah. It really is? It really is. Um, oh, I've done I've heaps of mine on my list I've already done before. Oh, what are we going to do? I'm thinking I want to do, is Attack the Block a horror film? It's sci-fi, which I will allow. Because I feel this might be a film that not many people have seen. It's a great film. Yeah, it's but- got elements of horror in it, like 100%. I mean, it, it's probably leaning more towards the sci-fi than horror, but who fucking cares? Attack the Block. Fuck yes. From 2011. And if you don't know what this film is, um, listen to our podcast and then watch <laughs> it. Because it's like, this was like, no one talks about this film. No, this film had one of those like blink and miss releases. And then it has very slowly sort of gotten a bit of a cult following. Oh, really? Nick yeah. Frost is in it. You've got John Boyega, who's like Finn from Star Wars now. He's in it. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the main kid. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So, okay, we're going to watch Attack the Block. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, before we sign off, we'd just like to take a moment to thank the listeners who have interacted with us over the past, like, couple of weeks. Yeah, um, we've been away. We've doing been stuff. away. I got, I got gastro. Yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch of shit happened. Oh, it's yeah. It's not that we don't love doing this. It's just, you know, some of life gets in the way. And it's this true. Is, this is that? a... F- a Fun hobby that we do. There is no, you know, once you start getting stressed out about it, it's no fun to do. Yeah, so. no one wants to be stressed. And if we just feel like it's getting on top of us, we just won't do an episode for a couple of weeks. And that's, that's just us. Yeah. So people like Adam Kister, Patrick Roberts, Adam Gillespie, Andrew Hector. Yep, that's all I'm going to name. What about Ringo Starlin? Okay, and Ringo Starlin. I saw him do a couple of things. I also saw, what, Chris Franks? Oh, yeah, Chris Franks. He did Look, co- to be fair, I forgot to write people's names in. Okay, so this is from like, a month ago. No, no, these are the people that have been actually reacting with us. It's the same people every time. <laughs> you, you what guys, about uh, Nevernoose? Ne- yes. You uh, guys are awesome and you know who you are. Yeah, yeah, you guys are always. We have a we have a strict, uh, uh, you know, we've got our community, but then we have like the upper echelons. Yeah. What do they call them? Top fans. Yeah, yeah, we've got like, yeah, top, top fans. fans. <laughs> top, uh, top cats. But anyway, you have been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services, but no longer on the YouTube. No matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and just share it with all your friends. It's true. You can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod. It'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are 100% three years old by now. We also have a new website... And I have been doing stuff semi-frequently. Hmm. Mm. Mm. The um and yeah, well, the reason we got rid of YouTube is just because I don't like YouTube. That's fine. Um, and I want to do a podcast. I want to do an audio podcast. And I feel like the, the 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 analytics and shit you get from YouTube is just so like not for podcasts. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so we when when, when people listen to us on our uh, the the iPod apps and shit like that, it, they come there because they want to listen to us. Yes. You don't randomly just, you know, come in and listen to one second of like a thousand podcasts a day, like on YouTube. Mm. We were getting like, you know, well, one of them's got like 15,000 views. Yeah. And it's like, most people listen for four seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, it's clearly just like bots or bullshit. Yeah. You know and then I mean? most of our later episodes that were going up on YouTube were getting actually like maybe one or two views. So, yeah. You know, and then and, and there's there, a lot of we work. get like one or two and then one would get like 3,000. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, these are, this is, YouTube's bullshit. But, yeah. and there's a lot of work that goes into, 
doing a YouTube video and if we're not getting the results, there's no point putting the True. effort in. But so. And like we, we can see on our podcast that we have a, a, a solid, steady stream yeah. of, of return listeners. So you guys are awesome. That's where we want it. So thank you very much again, you fucking cool cunts. Yeah. All right. Until next time, my own dreams, be reality nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>